0: The following you're about to listen to contains two dudes talking weird shit on a podcast about horror and stuff. If you like horror like I do, like and subscribe to this channel. It's really good. I'm not being paid to do this. Wait a sec. Do I get paid for this? Hey, shut the fuck up. Okay. Well, anyway... I hope you enjoy the show, this is Freaky Friday, don't forget to like, subscribe and tell your friends about it, it's a really good show, it's really cool cause they don't play any of that fucking Morrissey music, enjoy! This could be our best one yet. Oh, I think we've finally nailed it.
1: Fucking seven movies in and we uh, nailed it. Finally.
0: Miracles can happen. They do. Every day. Every fucking day. <laughs> 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 I don't know where I was going with that, but I was like, yeah, yeah. just miracles,
1: kind of fell of off there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude. I was just pondering that thought, like. Yeah, a comet strikes the earth and just plants itself right smack bang in the Morrissey's face.
1: Oh god. <laughs> total total
0: annihilation.
1: Dream dream big.
0: <laughs> Seismic <laughs> big. It's like you can see the headlines now. Massive planet, um. Pl- Planet-destroying comet strikes the Earth, but only kills Morrissey. <laughs> it is a miracle. Usher's in a new
1: ice age. Morrissey dies, because... I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that gets me every time, dude. <laughs> it's just because you can picture that fucking pasty little face, just like... I you. Oh...
0: I'll tell you you what's almost as terrifying, and I I apologise, maybe, I don't know, but I apologise in advance to any uh, fans out there, but the dulcet tones of Ed Sheeran.
1: Dude, literally everyone in the fucking world went to that concert in Brisbane, from what I can see. I have seen like at least a dozen people mm-hmm. across my social media. Like, I'm at Ed Sheeran. I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, this guy's like...
0: The Messiah, like the second coming.
1: I'm just like, what is
0: this, Bon Jovi? Like... Yeah. It's really fucking weird. I was there last night, and not for the show, but I was there because I was getting paid for it. So, thank you. <laughs> Before anyone thinks uh, anything less. um, Yeah, so I was there for work, and... I gotta say, look, I'll I'll admit the show started with a bang, but then it just went all downhill from there.
1: I look, I haven't heard all of um the uh the ginger crooners um discography. Mm. I've I've heard maybe I don't know, like maybe a half dozen or so.
0: Yeah, times. I'm about the same. There's one think... film clip of his that's got Ray Liotta in it that's really fucking cool oh, okay. I, and it's just because Ray Liotta's in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, think that's... I
1: can I can name, there's like three songs that I really kind of thought were all right. Um, mm. And one of them um still undecided on because it's like, Ooh. you know, one of these like really mopey ballads and I was like horribly depressed after being broken up with when I heard it. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It you was like, you're just clinging onto anything. You're like, Oh my God, I really love this fucking sting track. <laughs> like, you know, oh my God. Michael Bolton speaks to me. Oh my God. This Ed Sheeran song is so me. <laughs> like, you know, you're in that fucking frame of mind. So it's like, it's not a wise choice to say you like anything at that point. No, like, no, nah, dude, you,
0: you're not, you're not making good choices here. <laughs> like, It's just not. It's, it's weird. Like, I don't want to hate on the guy because I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I mean, you know, he's got friends like Ollie Sykes from bring me the horizon and, you know, and he, he seems like a, you know, together kind of guy, even though he can't look straight ahead at the camera, but like, yeah, you know, like the, the Hemsworths were at the show showing him around and, and, and like, I'll go one step further. Now, when, when these big shows happen, the the band usually does what's called a hot exit where they just they leave pretty much the moment they get off stage. And, you know, usually it's in the, the black van, you know, chauffeur driven band, spoiler alert, but not Ed Sheeran. No, he leaves in a party bus, a black decked out party bus, complete with lights flashing everywhere proudly brought to you by Chris Hemsworth like I mean I got to give credit where credit's due that's how you make a fucking exit
1: yeah that's that's a thing I, I, I like I said I don't I don't hate Ed Sheeran, like I, Not. I, I don't know enough of his stuff to sort of really go like have an opinion either way. Like I said, there's like yeah, yeah, maybe three tracks that are, I think are pretty good, but see, my thing with Ed Sheeran is it's like, dude, you're 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 selling out stadiums and shit like fucking Bon Jovi or the crew in the mid '80s. Yeah, do something with the hair, man. <clears throat>
0: Right. It, it's like, it's it just doesn't make sense. But like you're loaded
1: like dude, yeah. do something with the hair. Like you've got hair, do something with it. Like and, I don't know. And,
0: Start with buying a brush. And he's slaying slaying um the poon left, right, and center. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get I don't get I these... don't know, dude.
0: I don't yeah. get these rock stars
1: that like look like they just fucking fell out of bed and, you know, are wearing the same clothes that they slept in like kind of thing and not in a cool, like Steve Tyler from Aerosmith kind of way. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, I just, I expect my rock stars to look like rock stars, you know, like David Lee Roth. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Nikki Sixx, Like, Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I, I want to look at my rock stars and go, I know why every vagina in the room is throwing itself at you right now. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Get it. I get it. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't want to look at my rock stars and just go, dude, you look like this smelly guy that was dealing weed in art class. You know?
0: Like... Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's
1: Bizarre. I don't, I don't understand it.
0: But <laughs> hey, good on him. He's doing something right. He can keep his love songs.
1: He's, 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 you know, he's, he's out there killing it. So, you know, good, yeah. good for
0: him. Um, three, you know. three sold out nights nice in Brisbane. He's doing something. I don't yeah. know.
1: Speaking of sold out. So Yo, fucking, go for it. Uh, what the fuck? Like, uh, did everyone in Brisbane suddenly get taste? Because like Henry Rowland's Friday night show has completely sold out before I could even get tickets.
0: What?
1: I'm a little bit perturbed at this. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Wow, dude, that's um, that's showing you that the the Hank hasn't lost his touch.
1: No, fuck no. I, I'm I was like fucking, cause I I like as soon as it was announced, I'm like, we're fucking going. We missed it yeah. last time. We're fucking going. It's a Friday yeah. night. We can go. It'll be sweet. And then I'm like, you know, because i changed I've changed jobs. So I'm just like waiting for like you know cash to come in and stuff like that i've got like all this money coming in and it's just like okay, you're sitting there ready to go I'm, I'm, I'm ready to pull the trigger and like it sold out like a day before i got it in. i'm just like Motherfucker!
0: no it's kind of like uh henry when he just does that metamorphosis in um fucking liar yeah. Pretty much. Man. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best analogy I can come <laughs> up with. Much. You so know, when he like, just jumps I'm like, jumps into screen, with, I'm, I'm covered walking, in red.
1: I'm walking around my apartment, just like slapping myself on the back of the head, like Henry in the disconnected yeah. film. clip, like, you know, just growling at the walls and shit, like motherfucker.
0: I'm going to use that as a pretty cool, freaky segue, comic related. I reckon that image of Hank in red body paint, totally just. Doing the the rage that he does inspired the Red Hulk. I'm just gonna think, roll with know, that. I reckon you could be onto something there. I'm just gonna roll with that. I, I you know, the rage, the intelligence.
1: Uh, I, 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 think you could be onto something there. I, I think you could be. I mean, I've never seen the Red Hulk call anyone a motherfucker, but you know, well, you look, hey, or, or you know,
0: shit on Morrissey, but I'm here for it if he does. Yeah, dude, look. <clears throat> In, in an age of miracles, this this could be one. It has
1: been the weirdest couple of weeks. I mean, speaking of comic stuff, I actually literally feel like a new creative team has taken over my life. Oh, and, really? Uh, like, I, I feel like, you know, like, You know, Tom Taylor's like taking over my fucking life or something like that. He's like, (laughs) he's doing all right, isn't he? Laying the seeds for all this cool shit that's coming up and stuff like that. And, you know, weird unresolved plots from like a couple of years ago or a year ago of sort of, you know, Started to creep back into the Wolverine and I'm just sitting here going like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, motherfucker, you better not be fucking Claremont Wolverineing me later on, because I'm gonna be mm. so pissed if you do. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, this is. This has been a very weird and serendipitous, freaky couple of fucking weeks, man. And well, I mean, is, I'm not. I ain't this bitching, is Freaky but, Friday, dude. So I, you know, I'm, I'm not bitching. But yeah, I don't know. There's <laughs> some some <laughs> strange things are afoot at Circle
0: K. <laughs>
1: strange happenings are afoot at Circle K.
0: Constantly. <laughs> um
1: i i actually had a thought uh before we because we're going to talk about some really fucking cool music this yeah we we gotta do it we gotta do this we we've got some we got a, a very fucking killer album to uh, to have a chat about, but so I I had a thought I I, I actually uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little bit of a fucking I'm gonna throw a gauntlet down at you. Oh here we um, go. Fuck. So I I was uh, thinking of a, a great way to fight the Morrisites. Actually, to be fair, I was listening to Depeche Mode because I've just been smashing Depeche Mode for the last couple of weeks because mm-hmm. the new. That's album. not hard to
0: do. No,
1: fuck no, man. Um, so I and I was like, you know, man, there is not a bad. Like, Enjoy the Silence is one of the greatest songs ever Uh, created. Uh, There is a bad version of that song in the history of the world. Like, Lacuna Coil do a great cover. Mm -hmm. Breaking Benjamin does a great cover. Mm -hmm. He dies today. There's a fucking absolute killer remix by Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park, which I fucking love. So, I was thinking, and this is partly Brody's fault, because B was we were talking the other day about uh, Nine Inch Nails covers. Yeah. And, um, you know, someone on this podcast and uh, a friend of theirs have covered Nine Inch Nails with a certain band that they're in. I put it to you, I think you and Devoe should cover Enjoy the Silence.
0: Wow. Oh, <laughs> well, that's, that's a very interesting uh, I, I development. I think you guys would fucking
1: kill it like I really do because like I've heard heavier versions of Enjoy the Silence and it fucking
0: rules. Uh, oh yeah, I think you dudes would absolutely fucking slay it. I'm not gonna lie man. I've been I've been listening to some really cool songs of the past lately. Um, Duran Duran? I've been listening to Come undone and um, oh,
1: come undone is fucking killer dude like... dude,
0: right that song is just absolute killer. Well, cause you know me, I love my, I love my interview podcasts, especially with like musicians. I love hearing the inspirations with, you know, with songwriting and the the, the, the thought process behind songs. And I listened to a great interview of Simon, Simon Le talking about Duran Duran and their process. And I was just captivated and, I just found myself listening to Ordinary World and Come Undone and just went.
1: That, honestly, bro, that wedding album. Right. Those two songs. Yeah. I I think that is their best album. I think that is just fucking killer. Because it's so fucking moody and atmospheric and so not like. What the, fuck? These are the These are the girls on film wild right. boys, hungry, like the wolf guys, what the fuck are they doing with this shit? And they, the, they,
0: kill they, it. Can, they can rock this shit. the shit. This fuck is the yeah. weird, like if you, if you watch any pieces of live footage of them in say the last 10 years, right. Their live shows. Are, like their moments, there are moments of just sheer rock and brilliance, man. Ooh. They fucking lay the smack down. Oh dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just go, dude, I fucking respect the shit out of you, man.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Like, they're, they're, they are. And, and like I said, man, that I heard that wedding album, hmm. Um, which is such a weird title because I'm just like, oh, the wedding album? I'm not going to be good <laughs> in this. Like, what just, the f- right. oh, Like, It's like, I think it came out when I was like, 15, maybe 40, like, and I'm just like, I'm not getting fucking married anytime. What the fuck? I'm yeah. just like, oh, is this just gonna be like daggy music for old people yeah. like playing like yeah. at weddings and shit? Yeah. Like, I mean, dude, Come on done is like, ah, oh, fuck, such a great song.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, th- th- this is the thing, man. Like, people can say whatever they want, they can go old man, rocking chair, whatever it's like, but dude, Half of these songs have been covered by your favorite bands in some Ooh. shape or fan- form. Um, yeah, we can we could sit here for a whole episode and rattle off a list. Easy. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it'd be very easy to do. But I mean, this is the thing, man. These guys they write great songs, great melodies, great hooks, and they give it the kind of the music, the kind of breathing space that you know. Modern day artists can approach and go, Yeah, I can do this and that to it. Mm. It's like credit where credit's due, these guys allow the music to breathe for you to be able to do what you do to those songs. Yeah, it sounds a bit weird and complex, but yeah, just no, but
1: that's the thing, man. It's like, I mean, there's so much like. I mean Jesus fuck like we could we could talk about music for fucking can forever. I, and I, fucking okay, day. like I yeah. mean you as an I, artist I, me as a complete fucking fanboy but I'll give
0: you I'll give you one example and I think I've mentioned this before. Snake River Conspiracy, right? Yeah. Uh the the producer guitarist guy is from was in Third Eye Blind. <laughs> who um, I love. Right? And anyway, he he produced with this this uh, awesome female singer. I can't remember her name, but they do this amazing version of love song by the cure. Mm. Like, um, and it's, it's just a prime example of what I'm talking about. A, a, a masterfully written song that breathes, like there's no schizophrenia in the, in the, the song structure. It's all, it's just, it just breathes ebbs and flows. And these guys just take that formula and just turn it into something all their own. It's just fucking incredible, dude. <clears throat> That's the thing, man. It's like, it's, I it, it,
1: it, it just, a lot, I mean, and I've said it before, but it's like a great song is a great song and it can fucking be a. all things to all people. Like, oh, man, you can just like you can take, I mean, like what I get out of, you know, listening to fucking, Come undone might be something completely different to what you get out of it. Might be something completely yeah. different. I mean, you know, man, fuck it. it. Even goes back to like fucking Ed Sheeran, like mm, exactly, it's just like you know, I. When I, when I heard some of those songs, like, I was in, obviously, in a place emotionally and mentally yeah. to appreciate them. Yeah. It wasn't particularly a great place, but, um, you know, apologies to anyone that listened to
0: the podcast when those weeks were happening. <laughs> you were like, you were like, um, you were like Adam Sandler in The Wedding Singer when it's... <laughs> When he's just completely disheveled, yeah
1: yeah, 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 he's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like fucking Jordan Peele and Keanu, I feel like Apollo Creed, which Rocky, the one where he died, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's um, I mean, that's the thing, man, like, you, you, that, that's the great thing about music, and some of these songs is mm. that, like. You know, they they will you you'll you'll get something different out of them. Like depending on absolutely you are and where you're at in your life, and mm. I think that's the mark of a really great song. Um, yeah, I agree, and that it sticks around. I mean, fuck, me like you know, man, like come on, done, ordinary, well, it's like that shit could have been fucking recorded yesterday, and it'd still uh, be fucking brilliant.
0: You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, look, i they fucking the. Their fucking contribution to the James Bond soundtrack, *The Living Daylights*. Oh, dude! I mean, yeah right? like, Come on. Yeah, like, come on. Just that's fucking... probably the best thing about that movie.
1: Yeah, it probably it's certainly well one of, of the trouble. best. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I yeah, I don't know. It, like, uh, I, I don't know. The the Dalton Bond films were really weird. Like. I think it was a great Bond, but they were like so much of a departure from yeah. the usual... Like They were very much 80s action movies. <laughs> because,
0: you, know, you, you, you can sort of see the producers sort of, you know, just like mirroring my... back on, uh, ah...
1: Yeah, okay, let's just seen, ride the wave. Yeah, they sort of going, oh, fuck, how do we compete with, like, fucking Stallone and Schwarzenegger and <laughs> yeah. Van Damme and Chuck? I know, Bond fights cocaine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um... Yeah, so, I I don't know, man. Like you say, a great song is a great song, dude. Oh, Period. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, mm. it's like, yeah, there's there's no argument. Um, no. You know. And then there's songs that are not great songs. <laughs> well, this is the thing, man. That Like, that Ed Sharon, Shir- I like the way you pronounce it, Sheeran. Shir- I don't know how the fuck you pronounce oh, this guy's name. I just, who knows I just, who cares? I don't know. I just want to buy the dude a hairbrush and some fucking moose. Like... Yeah, alright But the, um, the, the song that he did with uh, The film clip with Ray Liotta It's a, actually a really good film clip Because Ray Liotta plays a washed up You know, rock star from the 80s You know, he played in some glam band And you, you just see remnants of his past mm. Yeah, you know, and he's just this decrepit alcoholic Just, you know, in the last throes of his life And the song itself is actually pretty damn good so I kind of went, yeah, this head guy's pretty good. But that's where it stops. <laughs> anyway, moving on yeah, right along. It's not a
1: it's not a it's not a go out and buy his discography kind of thing, which is what you would do if you were listening to Fear Factory. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like that. I like that. I was <laughs> I was like, cause we, you know. Uh, to our listeners in Kazakhstan. <laughs>
1: boys. <laughs> you Boris. Listen <laughs> closely.
0: They're about to drop behind the scenes info. <laughs> yeah. We were tossing up between two two albums. So I'm glad you picked this one because <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. We, which one are we going with? There, yeah.
1: There is definitely a corn episode in our future, but I will take any fucking opportunity I can to talk about Fear Factory. And plus, I think it was Burton C. Bell's birthday it, 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 exactly and that's why i thought it would be appropriate
0: <laughs> yeah i thought it would be appropriate to bring up the magic that's demanufacture. oh my god <sighs> that fucking album man i right christ was that your first experience that of Fear is is factory? My,
1: my very first fear factory i believe was uh, on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Yeah, fuck yeah. led dude. me to... And I can't even remember what track was on Mortal Kombat now. I think it was Resurrection. Mm, interesting. I think it might have been Resurrection. Yeah. Led me
0: to demanufacture and... Fuck what man, an I album. 1995. Was. What a Fair. fucking year to be alive, man. Oh, That dude. album. Fuck it. Dude. I
1: had never heard anything
0: like it.
1: It was like, it was all the best stuff of like speed metal, like mm. fucking, you know, like biohazard and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Mixed with like this sort of almost industrial kind of sound, but like this. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, I know like people have like coined. Factory as being cyber metal, and I just think that's like the best fucking description for it, honestly. Because it so. really is, it's like. It's like if Skynet from Terminator decided to start a
0: metal band, it would sound like Fear Factory. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Like, the, the thing I love about Fear Factory, and this album in particular, this album encapsulates the whole formula that they stick with. This this whole dystopian future where where man is ruled by machine, and, you know, it's, it's really fucking dark but oh so heavy and gives you a hint of something amazing in the meantime and i fucking love it dude this album just when i first saw the film clip for replica oh I was just my like, god like, what the fuck
1: replica is just such a fucking great i mean just like that Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude uh, if you're a dude um uh, like i'm sorry to get graphic but if you're a dude and you don't get a heart
0: on the second those well, especially kick in, yeah like... and and especially when burton kicks it in with there is no love. yeah dude,
1: <laughs> it's like love. whoa <laughs> yeah i mean i i remember i was like uh catching up with a friend once and i just like was listening to fear factory and replica had just started playing and he like rocks up and taps me on the shoulders, like the fuck you listening to? It sounds like machine gun fire. I'm like, hey, I know, right? It's fucking rad.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, the, the, the fucking the, this album from I challenge anyone to tell us any different because this album from start to finish is just a fucking just an amazing listening experience. Oh, dude, it's it, all killer, no filler.
1: It is. It's just like. It's fucking amazing. Like, there's, uh, there's, you can't use that word enough to describe Demanufacture. And, like, I mean, even the remix album, like, Remanufacture, was fucking great as well. Yeah. But, like, I mean, and, I mean, dude, Resurrection is just such a fucking epic song. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Like. Well, Resurrection was on demanufacture obsolete. Obsolete, sorry. I, no, all it's I, all right. Yeah, I I'm sorry, I'm bouncing around on my fear factory yeah, bad, nerd, quite- bad nerd, bad nerd. Yeah, oh, fuck, terrible, terrible. Fucking, there's, a, there's a legion of Fear Factory fans I'm like, you fucking this cunt's listening to Morrissey, I knew it. Excuse me, Jake,
0: but the correct uh, album that that was from was from the follow-up album, Obsolete, you That's dumb the, shit. It
1: is, because I, I loved Obsolete as well. Like, oh, dude, like,
0: Obsolete was a fucking
1: ripper of an yeah, album. Like, I mean,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, fuck, man, like, I mean... Cause, because yeah, obsolete had Lynchpin and oh man, yeah,
0: no nah, Lynchpin was the next up. <laughs> oh
1: fuck, man. see, I, I like, I'm fucking. This hey,
0: hey, know. let's just uh, do manufacture, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jake's on
1: fire. <laughs> yeah, Jake's just like fucking skipping Ooh, albums. Really? Well, I think the problem is that I like usually just like throw. I I haven't listened to a single Fear Factory album for ages because I love. Their shit so much. I usually uh, throw dude. it into like one big playlist. Yeah, I, I I hear you.
0: mainline it. Yeah, yeah. Well, this album, like for me, this album is a great album just because the the the, the visual aesthetic of it, the packaging of the CD. Yes, the CD. Um, kids, <laughs> that cover, man, that cover oh, really fucking stood out because it was just like, what the fuck are these I guys? Swear. I swear, almost every diehard metalhead was wearing that fucking shirt. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. Like it was everywhere when this album. Yeah, came like it was. It was out there.
1: Like I, I'm pretty yeah. sure I actually saw the shirt before
0: I heard the album. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably in the same boat. But man, the, the album is just like I, I don't know. Opening track, "Self Bias Resistor," just mm. starts with that total fucking sci-fi cybernetic fucking opening, and just. Just opens up what is just an absolute ripper of an album. And, and then it, of course, followed up with Replica, which we've already fucking just blown our load over. Mm. But from there, it's just a fucking like a therapy for pain, Hunter Killer. Yeah, HK was really oh, good. I loved HK. They, they co- I, my personal soft spot on this album is their cover of Dog Day Sunrise. Mm, um, really? Yeah, I love this track. It just, to me, I there's a part of me that if my wishful thinking tells me, I wish that they had done a film clip for this song and done like a a play on the whole um 60s mod squad kind of go go dancer vibe, yeah, yeah, you know, performing on some 60s hip uh top of the pops TV show, like they're all on separate platforms performing and. But the 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 go go girls are like these cybernetic fucking Terminator looking fucking badass, um chicks, and I don't know, just just this weird fucking shit goes down. And
1: but yeah, ever had that? Like, I I always have that thing like where. I or like when you get an album like, mm. this, or you know certain other albums, it's like oh man, I just want them to do a video for like every single right. song
0: on the album. Like, do you? They're all good. Are you like me? Do you do you do that? Do you like hear certain songs and go? And just start visualizing what a
1: cool oh, film clip, dude. Is. Fuck yeah, like totally. Like I literally, like, as, and especially like you know having directed shit before, it's just like, yeah, I know exactly how I'd make the video for this, and it'd be fucking rad.
0: Totally, man. Fuck. Yeah, I mean this album. This album's packed with fucking yeah, so many bangers. Um, if if I would be very, very blown away if people haven't heard this album, um. <laughs>
1: And I mean, I think the thing,
0: too, with Fear Factory, and this, again, this is sort of,
1: like, why I just, like, tend to, like, throw, like, their entire discography into, like, just a fucking massive playlist when I'm in the mood to listen to them and just go for gold, Mm. is that, like, they're a band that have just been consistently great. Yeah, I I don't really feel like there's any, you know, peaks of that. There's no St. Anger in Fear Factory's discography. Not really,
0: no. I mean, they got more and more complex in later albums, but, but dude, the the formula's all there.
1: Yeah. I mean, even when they did, um, fucking, uh, I, now I don't know. I This is again, bad fan, but I don't know (laughs) whether this ever popped up on an album or whether it was a B side, but, they did a song with Wayne Static called Burning Inside that was on the yes. sur- uh, Crow Salvation soundtrack.
0: Yeah, it was It was just for that soundtrack. It didn't surface on the yeah, album. Yeah, I but wasn't dude. sure
1: whether it popped up on an album or not because I know it was on that soundtrack. And, mm. I mean, dude, it's just like, I mean, Jesus Christ, man, talk about fucking peanut
0: butter and chocolate. Oh, dude. Like, that track just fucking killed. I, I would love to hear a reprise of that song like you know remastered with a few more modern sort of electro fucking beats and rhythms to it yeah um that would be really really cool but yeah wishful thinking but um yeah that that's a great cover Mm, yeah and it's it's slayed yeah i mean those not in the know yeah the, the the powers of static x fear factory teamed up um did this incendiary cover of fucking ministries burning inside for the crow. Uh was it City of Angels or no, fucking... it, was, it was Salvation. It was Salvation. Life. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. The, again, the soundtrack was probably better than the movie.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah. It it kinda was. Look, the movie's not terrible and I think, you know, one one day we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. It's so... not a disaster, but it just it yeah the the dipping quality was you know
0: uh, people tried it was them. apparent they, they tried they yeah. tried really hard and, what's the trying dude you know <laughs> yeah but the soundtracks the, the soundtrack thing- Kill. The the crow soundtracks were great. Like the first one, yeah, we've talked about that on our amazing crow episode, which you have to yeah. go back and listen to. Yeah,
1: set, set aside like in it half a day.
0: At <laughs> least. <laughs> we did. That was our that was that was our epic. That was our Lord of the Rings. Oh dude. Oh fuck. <laughs> I think we were both wiped
1: after that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, you know, if you go back and listen to our Crow episode, like, we're getting to the end and we're going, oh, fuck, man, we've been here all fucking day. And we've still got more shit to talk about. Let's just kind of
0: <laughs> rush through the
1: last few bits at the end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost like it. it you know i think we've learned so much since then we've kind of gone hey we should do these things in parts or something like that man, yeah you yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: we should we should have we should
0: <laughs> yeah. have yeah you know like part no. one the comic no. and then part two the movie and uh, you
1: know no, yeah. no we, we, we could do a six-hour podcast mate.
0: just every now and then in between conversations.
1: hey down there mate you're right yeah, yeah, yeah you're a good <laughs> Yeah, can But yeah, the Crow soundtracks were stellar. Like they really were. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. And I think it's a, it's criminal that um yeah you know, Fear Factory didn't get more fucking nods on on those soundtracks because um fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I mean they they for a while there, Fear Factory were. I mean, because they were with now roadrunner they were with roadrunner but were they with tvt for a while because i know I... that they did pop up on a lot of no no they were always other tvt artists
0: no they were they were exclusively roadrunner from the beginning their concrete <sighs> yeah concreto album and soul of a new machine was all roadrunner um yeah, dude, fuck me. I, and, I know they popped up
1: on the well, I mean the Mortal Kombat soundtrack was uh, you know, one that TVT. On. Yeah, that, that was yeah, a, that was a lot of T V T artists on Yeah, that. yeah. Um and they also popped up on the soundtrack with Ginger Snaps. Oh, sick. Great
0: movie. Oh, dude, yeah, fuck. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um one thing uh, I do want to say about D manufacturer as well, but is um the common denominator of the awesomeness that is Reese Fulber, uh, that does all the programming for this. And mm. our friends in Kazakhstan are going, Reese who Reese Who? What'd you say? <laughs> um What is uh, program? What is program? Um, <laughs> look it
1: up. <laughs> I swear to God, man, we sound like fucking. <laughs> we sound like two fuckheads is what we sound, we sound like. We sound like Beavis when he's on the phone operating
0: thing. I understand. Uh. You're a <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh but um, no, no, Reese Forbert. Um, you know, one of the main dudes of frontline assembly. Fucking, you know, pioneers of. What else, uh, of modern me, industrial?
1: Speaking of great covers, if yep. you have not heard Frontline Assembly covering Madonna's "Justify My Love," oh holy shit balls! What really? Covers? Oh, dude, fuck, bro, it is amazing. Like, yeah, it's like it is. Someone needs to use that track in a fucking horror movie somewhere because it is just amazeballs. Like, yeah,
0: dude, I'd be keen. I'd be keen yeah. to hear that. Yeah, um, yeah. check it out. It's yeah, it will blow your mind. Fuck yeah, but um, yeah, man, D manufacturer like seriously. If you were ever to buy a CD, I would tell you guys buy the CD. I've I've actually got the Digipack pack format, uh, and a good mate of mine met uh, Dino once and got Dino to sign my D manufacturer CD. So I'm, I'm pretty chuffed about that. Yeah. Divorce. Yeah. And look, you know, I don't care about the, the divorce between the band members or anything like that. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the music first and foremost, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like, if you want to hear a really cool chat, Listen to my conversation with Burton on the Happy Days podcast, man. We had a great chat about everything but Fear Factory. It was great.
1: I mean, i I, I got to be honest. As as a fan, I was a bit bummed when he left because I was just sort of like, because, oh, yeah. like, you know, there was that whole, oh, will Fear Factory go on with the news? I'm just like, I just think they should stop. Like, I mean, I don't want to like, you know, say, hey, don't, Make an income, guys. Yeah, yeah. I think you should not make any more music, but it's just like, don't like End Fear Factory, like go mm. on as something else. Because I just think, man, like Burton Sebel's voice is just so intrinsically tied to that. Special. Yeah, like they're just they're so perfect together, and it's like I agree. You know, you, you take him away from that that audio that sound like. Well, this it, is the thing. You know. Wouldn't be the same.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that album, like, I mean, there were hints of what he could do on the previous releases, Concreto and Soul of a New Machine, but it wasn't until Demanufacture Manufacture that Burton really just, you know, the just the, the brilliance of the Roadrunner fucking marketing machine and, and their, you know, budget allowed the boys to record a fucking, truly fucking epic album. Uh, and, and, in this album, you hear what really is the the style of vocals that has transcended ever since. Like, what? almost every, every singer does this same style.
1: Dude, that's the thing. It's
0: like, I mean,
1: you know, uh, I really feel like Fear Factory. And De- like, number one, like, I remember when that album came out. And, like, you know, as we said, it's like, you saw the shirts before you like yeah. that thing dropped like a fucking nuke, and yeah. it was everywhere. Like it was in every store, had copies of D manufacture. Mm-hmm. There were t shirts. Like the video for Replica was on constant fucking. Like it was on rage every oh, week man. for like months, and months, and months, man. Yeah, like, you know, you'd, and- you'd come home fucking from a, a night drinking, you'd, you'd click it on, and like sooner or later, fucking the video for Replica would pop up, like.
0: Yeah, and
1: like you know, so many bands afterwards, I feel really kind of went, oh, hey, this works like the the harmonic and then the screaming kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Killswitch Engage, like I love that band, but it's like I kind of feel like you know, maybe you guys should. Send for your factory a cake or something.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like every band should send Burton a, a birthday card or a birthday cake and say thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for my career, dude. Thanks well, for paving the way. But that that's the thing, man. Like he his vocal uh, approach to metal revolutionized modern metal as we as we know it. Absolutely. Like I'm not going to say he invented it, but he certainly popularized it. Club. dude, clean incredible. singing, heavy singing, but he did it fucking well, man. And on D manufacture, it's I yeah, I'd be hard pressed to find anyone that tells me otherwise because it's a it's a fucking masterpiece of modern metal, mm, dude. Absolutely, absolutely, like yeah. with, without any doubt.
1: Like I mean, it was it, it to me, it's one of those staple. Albums from the '90s. It's like yeah. you know, you've got so there's certain albums in the '90s that everyone who was you know into metal or ulti- alternative had to have. It's like yeah, you know, everyone had a copy of anima by Tool. Like mm-hmm. know, everyone, everyone had the Downward Spiral. Everyone had fucking you know, um, Anti superstar. Mm-hmm. Fucking you know, and D Manufacture was one
0: of those albums that everybody had. Like, exactly. He, he, exactly. You just,
1: just fucking had it, like.
0: Yeah, like I mean, every every diehard metal fan at that time, everyone had the, the fucking Roadrunner catalog. Oh dude, yeah, yeah, for sure. In their collection, Uh Type A Negative, Slipknot, fucking the list goes on. Yeah, Machine Head, Coal Chamber. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah all those bands. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, but that that's <clears> the, <throat> the thing, man. Like, all these bands fucking ruled. But Fear Factory was, in my opinion top of the top of the pile well that's the thing
1: like they were just yeah dude they were just such a great bridge between like you know sort of like traditional like really thrashy kind of speed metal and Mm. like industrial like in, in in this sort of weird like you know they weren't as like you know, like synthesizer based is like, you know, early yeah. and then stuff like that. But there mm. was still hints
0: of it in there, like enough well, to make I, it, you know. That, that's the thing. They, 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 they kind of like, they hinted on it in their earlier recordings, like Soul of a New Machine, which I fucking love. Marta, everyone knows Marta. It's a fucking yeah. banger of a track. Those out, that and Concrete are just fucking hints of what was to come. But D-Manufacture, they just really brought that vibe out but mm. they did it in a way that didn't rely exclusively on the synths. Yeah, You know, like some bands today, they just rely so heavily on the electronics and the metal is kind of like an afterthought. Whereas Fear Factory just had that perfect balance where the synths just augmented what was already there Yeah, and was awesome. So yeah. Um, yeah. Burton, Dino, Raymond, Christian, we salute you. Oh man, fucking Thank you for such an out a fucking Dude, incredible yeah, album. Like,
1: just thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, goddamn, like mm. like and I mean, mm. you know, the funny thing is it's like <laughs> it's like you want a good workout album?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got you covered. Yeah
1: fuck do they what
0: just chuck that album on dude that'll get you pumped
1: yeah yeah, exactly Like you'll get a decent
0: sweat on man don't you you worry you want to hit a punching
1: bag for a while like yeah yeah, throw on throw on replica and your arms will be dead within
0: like four minutes (laughs) (laughs) just um just here's a piece of advice maybe don't put on Demanufacture whilst you're walking through the city and you spot someone in a Morrissey shirt, you may go into a violent rage that might end. You might end up feeling satisfied, but yeah, oh, you, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I'd,
1: I'd, I'd make the argument that's the perfect time to put it on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like slay the fan, and then a comet just comes down and just destroys. <laughs>
1: Oh I mean, you know, you just I just picture like, you know, some some intrepid soul curb stomping the shit out of a Morrissey fan while screaming yeah. I don't want to live that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it fits. Uh, our it fans fits. in Kazakhstan it are moshing fits. as we speak.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> what is this factory? My 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 wife and cousins work in the factory. <laughs> what is this few factory you'd speak of? <laughs> Oh we got yeah, it. Uh, yeah let's go to Crystal Lake. It was, it was like
1: there was ever any doubt. Yes, jump in our canoes. Jump in our canoe because we can't canoe worth a shit. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but we're doing pretty good so far.
1: <laughs> and we've made
0: it to part seven. Oh my god. Part seven. This is the one that Jake's
1: been waiting for. I love part seven. See, now the thing is, like, you know, there's I know there's a contingent of fans out there who aren't big fans of part seven. But see, the thing is, man, to me, Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood. Um, <laughs> what's so new about it? It's like the every movie of every one of these fucking movies has got new blood in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But see, Part 7 for me, so, like, I, this was the first Friday I ever saw, Um, and for me, the great thing about Friday the 13th Part 7 is that it is everything I had ever imagined a Friday the 13th movie to be. Maybe not the telekinetic chick, but everything else, it was like, okay, Jason's just this fucking hulking undead monster that pops out of the lake. And there's a bunch of teenagers there, and they're fucking and drinking, and you know all sorts of crazy shit. And you know they're, they're yeah. Give us like, a synopsis, because <laughs> what's uh, what, your let, synopsis let, on this one? Let's 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 find a synopsis. Let's find, let's let's, let's So the, so the girl you're the talking weeds about.
0: The is... Crystal Lake to find a uh, plot. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're we're given a flashback to a young we met we meet the this young girl named Tina. And I think she's about like age ten or twelve, something like that, at yeah. at the time in this sequence, um, where she has a, you know, her, her mum and dad have had a bit of an argument, uh, in their house, which is conveniently located in Crystal Lake, um, <laughs> right on the
1: edge of the lake. And I mean, mind um, you, we've we've not seen this house or these people in any of the previous movies, so fuck knows I mean... what happened. Crystal Lake real estate must be making
0: a killing.
1: <laughs> literally. Crystal Lake must be massive. It's like literally, I don't know, the fucking size of Lake Michigan or something. Right. Like that. It's huge.
0: So anyway, back to our synopsis. Violent Oof. argument. Yeah. Um, violent argument ensues. And Tina runs away, runs to the edge of the lake, and you think, oh, okay, cool. She's about to jump in the water and probably go swimming with Jason. Um, but she ends up turning around having a bit of a fucking stare down at the dad and, and all of a sudden bad shit happens, the Jenny fucking just implodes and all this weird psychic shit happens and we're suddenly fast forward um, 10, 20 years later, like, I don't know whatever fucking years later. It's not the film came out in 1988, okay, so go fuck yourselves. Um, <laughs> and and Tina goes back to Crystal Lake has a form of therapy. Um, for yeah, her... Her, her,
1: her, her shrink, who's like the biggest asshole shrink in the world. Yeah, like, yeah he, he, he wants to exploit dudes. her powers. He's dodgy as fuck. Mm. Um, is like trying to do exposure therapy for her or something. So he takes her back to Crystal Lake where conveniently there's a bunch of teens at a house like a three-minute walk away from hers that are partying for the weekend.
0: Right. I mean, this is the thing. Crystal Which Lake is... Realty. I'm also, just...
1: Yeah no sorry yeah, yeah. no
0: no I'm, I'm just i'm dude i am I'm, I'm going on this theory man there is a real estate agent there crystal lake realty they are, they're just fucking pumping out these houses by the water oh dude yeah they're like fucking just throwing them up like it's i know, maybe maybe they're paying kids to go there for the weekend or something I, I like reckon that They're just getting get the property
1: cheap it's like you know it's like oh i want to buy on crystal lake oh, i'll sell to you for a buck <laughs> What I really love about uh, go the, the the kids that Tina meets is that they're led by the Wish version of Ben Affleck.
0: Yes, <laughs> it, yeah.
1: And so there's this guy that Tina strikes up a bit of a you know with. You know, she thinks he's a bit alright. Well, the it's the, the formula it. of the film. Yeah, he 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 basically looks like the Wish version of Ben Affleck, and he would later go on to do a um. You know, back in the nineties, it was a bit of a thing on you know, Star and the star was what Foxtel was before the mm. Foxtel. Uh, there would be certain, shall we say, softcore thrillers on <laughs> uh, the Friday night at about you know, <laughs> two in the morning on the movie channels. So yeah. you know, you'd come home, you click it on, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck is this? Uh what fucking is something about their So. He went on to have a stellar career starring with a goatee, much like Ben Affleck in Chasing Amy, which is why he... And he really looks like the Wish version of Ben Affleck in this. <laughs> he was in a movie called Embrace the Darkness, which was essentially a soft-core vampire movie. I but vaguely remember that movie. Oh, my he, God. Yeah, man. Everyone our age remembers that fucking movie. Wow. <laughs> so he really, um, you know... Uh, yeah, Friday the 30th Part 7 did fucking... Killer Did wonders for his career. career.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he uh,
1: grew a goatee and pretended to shag a vampire.
0: So before we continue any <laughs> further, I'll, I'll just quickly tie up the synopsis here. So Tina goes back for therapy, which goes violently wrong because uh, somewhere in a psychic episode of trying to bring her. It, she Does she try to bring her dad back from the, the grave, the watery oh, grave?
1: I'm not sure. I think she just kind of flips out. and She flips out. Yeah. John Jason, who's still tied to a rock that Tommy threw him into. <laughs> I, I've got to admire the continuity. It's like, oh, yeah, Jason's still in the same place Tommy left him.
0: Yeah. I mean, guys, if you remember last week's episode where we talked about just how Tommy conveniently finds fucking three books on the occult in a fucking truck stop. And, and suddenly learns how to fucking, you know, do fucking bad voodoo shit on Jason with a chain and a big boulder and um, ends up putting J- Jason down the bottom of Crystal Lake. Fucking go go you Tommy. Can, you
1: can find all sorts of shit at Crystal Lake, man. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Crystal Lake trucks. Tr- what
0: is it? Tru- tr- Crystal Lake trucks uh, tr- tr- or truck stops or killers or us or something. Or, <laughs> Some I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of a name for it. The convenience store in Crystal Lake is very convenient. <laughs> the, the Crystal Lake
1: uh, stop and stop and spook or Stop like that. Slash
0: and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's something the, the, there, dude. The I'm Killy talking. Mart. Yeah. <laughs> the Killy Mart. So, anyway, yeah, it's fucking. Um, yeah, Tina. Tina awakens Jason, and Jason rises from the watery grave, pissed off, fucking. And Jason is played by none other than our favorite fucking Jason, Ah, uh, Kane Hodder.
1: Yeah, this. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, you cannot fucking discount what Kane brought to this character. Like Kane brought to Jason what Robert brought to Freddie yeah exactly man like i mean he just you can really like and i mean i think this is the, the thing one of the other things this was such a great friday the 13th to see first because it's like i got kane hotter like, yeah you know it's like i got kane hotter i got all the great friday the 13th tropes there's you know hot chicks getting their boobies out, which, you know, as a 13, 14 year old, you're just like, Woo-hoo.
0: you've only just got to reminisce on that reaction in uh Friday the 13th part four where we're fucking uh, Corey's, exactly, Corey's yeah. little young Tommy's just head button, the pillow.
1: Exactly, dude. And I mean, that's the thing, like seeing these movies as a, as a like young teenager, it, it was everything you wanted to see. And I, that brunette chick that gets thrown out the window that,
0: mm.
1: I mean, yeah, dude, I had the biggest fucking crush on her like for years after seeing wow. I was like, she's so pretty. And Jake love confession. Yeah, it was, well, you know, it wasn't a love confession. It was more of like, a, she's really pretty and she's got nice boobies and she was nice to the cat. And then Jason threw her out a window Well, actually, Jason threw a dude in a shirt out a window. Yeah, was wearing a wig to look like her. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like the quad jump
1: on her as she went out that window, man, was impressive. Yeah, I I have to
0: say that that was pretty amusing watching that.
1: (laughs) Um, Like she goes from this petite brunette to like some dude with like legs
0: like fucking colossus, (laughs) and and the hair and the hair was dishevelled and bad, kind of much like a certain. Ed Sheeran that we just talked about at the start yeah, of the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe that's where he got it from. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but no, but, uh, I, yeah.
1: I, I just think like, yeah, the, the the great thing about this movie is like, you know, as, as a kid, and you, you know this yourself, man, mm. it's like, you hear all these stories before you see these movies. It's like, oh my god, Jason does this, and Jason does that, and fuck, and you know, he's this fucking undead monster, and he's rotting, and blah, 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 and it's pits and fucking mm. he kills a guy with a fucking fence post and all this sort of shit and your mind just runs away with you as a kid because you're just yeah. like oh my god these things sound like the most fucking risky dangerous my parents wouldn't want me to watch yeah. it ever and then when you finally get to see one and it meets all those expectations dude it was love at first sight for me it was just like 100%. oh my god like fuck this is the thing well, i wanted these movies to be
0: I don't know about you, but I feel like between the last film and this film, this is where re- we really see that Jason Voorhees that we've been sort of – we've been promised hints of and we finally get it in full.
1: Oh, dude, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. I, I think – I honestly feel like Seven is like my peak Jason because it's like wow. he looks cool. He's got that fucking the chain around his neck that he's broken. I love from- it. I love the look of Jason. In this it's scene. a it's a like, cool look. Yeah, you know the spines showing at the back. Like, yeah, you know the, the, the,
0: the makeup effects on this was. Rotted. Yeah, I I have to give props to the makeup effects on this. Um, Jason looked fucking hideously cool.
1: No, dude, right? Like, yeah, know, the, the mask is kind of fucked up. Like, even yeah. the hands, like mm. the,
0: the the fingers, the detail of the fingers looking all mouldy and and just fucked up. It yeah. was um. Yeah, it was really cool.
1: Yeah, dude, like I said, man, like, this is, this is my peak kind of, like, Jason look in this movie. Like, I yeah. think he just, he looks his absolute
0: best in this. I think it's rad. There is a lot to love in this film. Um, and I, I love, it, it, I was very intrigued with the addition of Tina in this. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, did they just kind of go, okay, we, we don't have Tommy as a character anymore. We need something new. We need something fresh. We need new blood. Um well, let's get a psychic. Kinda,
1: yeah, I kinda I kinda like I mean I know people shit on her being all telekinetic and shit, but I like it. I kind of dig it, man, because for me it's kind of like it's this feels very much like the most sort of comic booky 80s of the Friday the 13th movies. Cause it's like, okay, you know, you got a group of kids and stuff like that and all this yeah. sort of shit. But then you've also got fucking you know blonde Jean Grey over here, like you know going Dark Phoenix on Jason,
0: which is kind of cool. It's kind of that's like... about the same time as as um as Dark Phoenix came out, was it? Or...
1: uh no, it was oh, actually it was years after because I think Dark Phoenix was around eighty one or eighty two, right? So you know I think maybe this borrowed a few cues from that. but you also had stuff like um you know like misfits of science and shit on TV um you know, you had a few things like that kicking around so it was like you know it was sort of a bit kind of, you know there there was stuff in pop culture that was bringing some of these elements into, movies and TV and I kind of dug that you know there was a bit of a crossover with Friday the 13th where it's like yeah kind of throw a superpowered character in there and see how that goes yeah
0: I agree I I like it I like that they experiment with this and again you know I, I feel like there was a bit of a you know uh keeping up with the Joneses of sorts with Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, exactly. Cause I mean, you know, you had stuff
1: like, you know, the whole Dream Warriors and Dream Master stuff in Nightmare mm. and Elm Street, which was highly successful and massively yeah. popular. So it only made sense for Friday the thirteenth, which is, you know, kind of a franchise that's sort of built on like, you know, lifting a few things here and there from other yeah. franchises that worked. I mean of course. You know that's the the sort of genius or you know unoriginality, if you want to be mean about it, of Sean Cunningham is that he's a dude that like looks at what's going on in you know the genre and goes, well, that's really popular and people like it, so we're going to we're going to do that and we're going to do that, but we're going to do it more like. Mm. Agreed, you know, and I mean, you know, like I mean, all the stuff from Domino, like you know, that sort of shit dates back to like fucking Carrie. So you know,
0: I got to say, man, th- the cool thing about this, I-, I got excited at the start of the film too when, um, when they, they you see like credits for mechanical effects and shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, what's going to happen here? And it was all the telekinetic effects from Tina. Um, they were really quite well done for their time, dude.
1: Oh, dude, absolutely. Like, I mean, you know, there's a there's a bunch of really cool shit in this. Um, and I mean, you know, there's also like some really fucking cool kills as well. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there is. That poor what was kind of a bitch in the van with the
0: party horn? Like, Okay, that was, ugh, peas in a pod, bro, because that was my favourite kill. Because I, I, this is the part where you're probably not going to like me, but I, my only gripe with this film is very similar to my gripe, gripe with the previous film with number six. We got promised so much gore, but it kind of like, someone forgot to leave the camera on for those vital bits. Well, that's the, the funny thing
1: about, uh, this one is the the director actually had a lot of fights because he made this movie a lot fucking gorier.
0: Right. I, so I, is then, there,
1: is there an uncut version? There's, uh, there is a version uh, on my screen Blu-ray that I'm pretty sure has a few more bits of gore in there, but cool. there are some delete, but the, I think there's, I'm just trying to remember because there's so many fucking features on that thing. There are a bunch of deleted scenes for each of the movies. Um, Mm. and I think they weren't, like a, a full director's cut wasn't possible because I think a lot of the sort of materials for the scenes that had been shot had degraded. So they couldn't really restore them. Right. Um, but yeah, no, there is, there is a lot of, um, it's actually really worth checking out. Um, sure. There's like interviews of the director and stuff on YouTube that were on the Blu-rays and stuff. Um yeah, there was a lot of uh shit fighting with the MP over this movie. Yeah. I'm just
0: quickly reading reading up on that because the director, um John Carl Bueller. (laughs) I want to say Bueller, it it rhymes (laughs) like Bueller, but he um had a lot of fights with them over the number of edits required to avoid an X rating. Mm. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was not a uh, very happy camper because, I mean, he, he had a background as an effects guy um, and, yeah, like really wanted to, you know, put a lot of the gore and stuff back into this movie and just couldn't
0: do it because the MPAA was like, no, nope, fuck you. Wow. That's fucked up. And, and like, the, the thing is, is that, um, I'm reading further that this is argu- arguably the most heavily censored Entry in the Friday the Thirteenth series. Yep, absolutely. Fuck. And and you know what's even more crazier is that the, the film was originally intended to bring Freddy Krueger and Jason together on screen for the first time.
1: Yeah, well, that's uh, they were kicking that's back a surprise back, back then. Yeah, like even as far as back then, they were sort of you know talking crossover stuff.
0: Wow. That's fucking crazy, dude. But um, yeah, I mean, senses aside, I mean, look, my gripe is only a small detail. I mean, you know me, I, I, we love our gore. And after you've seen some really good kills, but you know what? What I didn't quite get the way I wanted, I got with that fucking awesome scene in the van. Spoiler <laughs> alert. That, I'm sorry, but that party. It's party so garbage. It is savage as fuck. Man. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go on a limb and say that is one of the best fucking kill scenes I've seen in a slasher film, period. Yeah, it's fucking savage, man. It is like... so brutal. Like it, he just Jason just puts the this party horn straight through this chick's eye mm. and just gouges it. It's like literally to the back of a skull. Yeah, and it and it I believe it. It even makes that. It It
1: makes it that's the crack up, is that it makes the little blowy sound as he's doing it.
0: That's the best part too. (laughs) I I actually burst out laughing when that happened.
1: It's it's great. Um, and then you know, then like the 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 guy that she's with, like, you know, gets his fucking head squished. Like, yes. And the thing with the thing with the head squish is while it's not super gory, is that the fucking sound effects on it, like yeah, yeah, just the sound of the dude's skull crumpling is just like so.
0: It's fucking pretty fucking cool. Savage. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Dude, I agree.
1: That sounds nasty.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, this movie, this movie's great. I mean, you know, the tagline for this film's, you know, like it promises, like Jason's back from the dead, but this time someone's waiting, and man fucking you get with tina she's a fucking badass like well, dude
1: i mean when she goes dark phoenix at the oh, end and she's man. like you know, slamming the slamming jason through fucking stairs and floors and setting fire to him and shit it's just like jesus christ like well that's the thing like to paraphrase deadpool oh i pity the guy the precious her for prom sex
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well said um <laughs> But man, I yeah, this one definitely if this didn't inspire the Dark Phoenix saga, hmm, I'd be very surprised. I,
1: I do think it took a lot of cues from Dark Phoenix and Carrie, honestly. Yeah. I, I yeah. really do.
0: I mean, it's it's good. Like this is the thing about the Friday Thirteen series, is you see you see some similarities from other films, but you also see a lot of the great thing about this franchise is that it replicates and repeats a lot of great moments throughout the franchise.
1: Well, I think for me too, dude, like as, as, as a comic fan, I've always been, um, and as a kid, it was something I did to not get scared by horror movies. Mm. So if I, you know, was like, if I was scared by Nightmare on Elm Street or something like that, by seeing trailers or whatever, I would sort of think like, you know, I'd be like, oh man, that dude's really fucking creepy. He's got claws and shit like that. And I'd just be like, yeah, but you know, I bet Wolverine could fuck him up, <laughs> you know, uh, mm. or even like, you know, I mean, I remember going to see, and I said something I still do to this day. Like I remember watching uh, hostel at the cinema and coming out of it and thinking like that was really fucked up. And like, wouldn't it be cool to have like, like, this is, you know, spoiler alert. If anyone steals this from me, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> if, if, I ever, if I ever get a chance to write a Punisher story arc, I would so totally have, like, Frank Castle going after a hostile type situation. Because like, I came out of a hostile and I was just like, yeah, man, like, can you imagine the Punisher fucking taking those fuckers out? Like, that would yeah. so be cool. Yeah. Um, so, for me, like, having someone with you know superpowers getting chucked into a horror movie and going up against like you know an unstoppable killing machine like Jason as a kid seeing that it was so cool because it was like stuff that i'd always sort of thought of in my mind like as as you know as a little kid and stuff like that so seeing someone actually do it on screen i was like oh my god this is fucking rad like i dig this so much mm. um, you know, it's like taking, you know, something from pop culture that I love as well. And, you know, like all these little nods, like, you know, as you get older, it's like, okay, that's obviously, you know, from Carrie and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, that's a great thing. It's like Friday the 13th, like just take stuff that works from, you know, so many other things and just like makes it uniquely Friday the 13th. It's like, you know, Hey, we're
0: going to do this thing. Just add Jason. <laughs> like, yeah. <you> know? <laughs> and it
1: works so well.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. Um, Another thing that I love also is that we we get Crazy Ralph back in this, whilst not on camera, has the narrator at the start of the film. Yeah, yeah, which which is is fucking great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Another
0: another thing I really dig in this film, and apologies, well, no apologies for the spoiler alerts, but. We think you should fucking watch this film because it's rad. But um, we get to see Jason unmasked again, but this time Which... triumphantly unmasked. Oh, dude. I mean,
1: let's just talk for a minute about the unmasking scene because yeah. it is really fucking cool. So you've got Tina, like, Definitely. Tina's in full dark phoenix mode. She's fucking going whole all hulking out on it on Jason yeah. and then like, you know, pushing her fucking burgeoning powers to the limit. And like, again, you know, kudos, kudos to the mechanical effects oh, team for dude, the cool yeah. fucking Earth shattering effects. Well, on the that's camera. the thing. It's like, you know, until this point, it's like Tina's, you know, it's like, yeah, she's busted some pearls and, you know, yeah. fucking spilled a drink on someone and a few other things here and there. Yeah. But, you know, once she, like, gets her powers the are manifest. Fight mode with Jason, oh, she's dude. fucking, she's like, you know, all right, motherfucker, like, it's on, like, Donkey Kong. Yeah. And I mean, that great scene where she's like just fucking giving it to him and he's like still coming at her and like she's going so hard, like his mask shatters on his face.
0: Like almost peels open. Yeah,
1: it's like it just like rips off his face like it's made of fucking, you know, foil.
0: Yeah. And, and the like, face we get. Oh
1: That's the thing, man. It's like not only does the, it's like the expression that Kane gives through that mm. makeup is so cool. Cause yeah. it's just like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a sort of rare moment of emotion from Jason. Cause he's like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. You know, Even Jason's taken back.
1: Yeah. But, and the, the look of him is so cool. It's like, you know, he's got like, one fucking giant eye and you know one kind of smaller eye and he's all fucked up and mangled and oh dude it's so cool.
0: He's still related to that certain character from that certain other yeah, movie, I'm telling you man. he's
1: like zombie sloth. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> he's in full zombie sloth maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's
1: it's like Jason's zombie sloth. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> baby woof yeah, but man, he um the makeup job on Jason in this is fucking magnificent. I oh, dude, right in it. Yeah, I mean, dude, this, yeah, this is um this movie has quite a, a few fucking awesome qualities about it, but the unmasking of Jason is one of the highlights for me in this film. It's just fucking oh, glorious.
1: Damn. I mean the the uh, the other. I mean I think we've got to make note of uh, some of the fucking. Speaking of glorious, the glorious eighties hair on uh, some of the ladies in this movie. Teenage sh- mum in particular. Yes, yes.
0: Um, and also let's also mention the fashion sense. The shoulder on pads, the shoulder pads. Like I, I don't know what was
1: bigger, the hair or the shoulder pads.
0: I, I don't know, man. <laughs>
1: I mean, mean, there's there's the nerdy chick that does the makeover and she just like, uh, like, it's so weird because it's like, she's, she's a shorter chick, but her hair is huge and her shoulder pads are massive. And she's makeover is crazy. It's fucking weird as fuck because it's like, you kind of look at her after the makeover. It's like, she's supposed to be sexy. It's just like, you kind of look like a, weird sort of i don't know yuppie
0: stepford wife or something like. well like she kind of almost looks like she's ready to fucking cut sick at a at an american football game with her shoulder pads
1: yeah i'm just because her
0: hair's almost like a helmet
1: well yeah the hair it's like it's i don't know was this a makeover or are you like trying to start out as like you know fucking linebacker for the
0: new york giants like what's going on <laughs> yeah, I think so. I man.
1: I'm amazed that she could like dodge and weave and hide from Jason, like the way she did with uh, those shoulder pads. It's like, I um, love she, that to- she's like crawling through the fucking thing, and I'm half
0: expecting her to get stuck. Yeah, and I love that she manages to crawl through the hole and still manage to grab her shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, the crazy thing is like, <laughs> I, I'm a, a
1: fucking gigantic zombie.
0: Uh, and and also, and also, when she loses the earring and manages to find it in, in the thick of the grass with limited eyesight.
1: I know. Right. Like, I mean, she's, she's basically like, a you got to give props to her. She's, she's kind of like a more useless Velma from Scooby Doo, but like
0: manages to like still find her earring. I mean, this is, this is the crazy thing. We got this girl that's fucking on the run from this homicidal fucking maniac that really just wants to do very bad things to her. And she takes the time to find, look for an earring.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the crazy thing. It's like, you know, okay. Got giant fucking zombie hockey goalie is
0: coming. Sloth up then, is coming for me.
1: Like, you know, sloth, sloth and a hockey mask is coming for me. And, um, uh, oh, I'm fucking stressing cause I've lost an earring and, Oh God, I can't forget my shoes. Like <laughs> I did that. Did this, the, the fucking metric ton of hairspray it took to get her hair at that height and depth. Mm. Did it like have some sort of like, I don't know, effect on her? Where Man. it's like clouded her mind or I common feel, sense or something? Like... I
0: feel bad because she's almost, in. she's inspired a idea that I wish we'd started the whole series with. Our MVP of each film. Because I would pick her as my MVP for this film. No, yeah, yeah, you would. Yep. I, I was almost going to roll with the science uh, sci-fi nerd. Um, the book, the the book nerd that um tries to get it on with the fucking yuppie, oh, yuppie blonde, blonde chick. I,
1: I, I love his like. <laughs> Can take rejection from you. I've been rejected by some of the finest science fiction <laughs> publications in this country. I love that line. That, I love that, that dialogue was like, brilliant. Oh my god, dude. Yes, you go, bro. You like that was your... some that was some <laughs> chef's kiss fucking
0: dialogue, dude. <laughs> get your get your nerd pride on. It's like <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, man. Like the, the the as we develop with this series, the dialogue of some of these characters fucking There's moments of just sheer brilliance. You you kind of
1: wish that, like, there was some sort of multiversal Friday the 13th thing. Because I would love to see him and Crispin Glover.
0: Yes. And just, like,
1: just hang and party together. Like, (sighs) it's kind of like, yeah, I just kind of want, like, all the the victims of Friday the 13th to have a team up. (laughs) Because I I just kind of want to see Crispin Glover and him hanging out. Yeah. And maybe that dude in the wheelchair as well,
0: like uh, dude, yeah, definitely. Like, and Teddy, um... and Teddy in the background, just fucking getting blazed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teddy just like getting ripped in the background. <laughs> and 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 Demon just fucking also in the background, fucking just polishing his fucking. Michael Jackson Thriller jacket. <laughs> well, I'm a Demon and the, the the the
1: the couple that were in the van shagging the Jason kill? I th- I think those dude. guys should just like chill
0: and like hang. Like. Yeah, dude, they, they were they were a little bit hard pressed, but uh, hard done by. But um, the the girl made up for it with the fucking party blower in the eye. Man, that was fucking glorious. And I mean, oh, dude, and I, I love the bitchy
1: blonde chick. I mean, I bitchy I, I, blonde I, chick's great. I love the way she gets taken out because, like, she is such a raging asshole through this. Yeah, old, like she, like, she's
0: a conniving bitch.
1: Like, she is just an absolute. Bitch on wheels through this. Like, there's not one moment where it's like, "Oh, she's not that bad," or "She's kind of likable." It's like, no, she's just a full-on fucking asshole.
0: She is a she devil. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and it's just like you're just like kind of going, "Oh god, man, she's so gonna get taken out." Especially when
0: (laughs) when she takes on when when she goes gets with sci-fi nerd, and she goes, "I only got with you just to make so and so jealous." You know, like I, I hope that he, I was, I was hoping he'd see us together.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like,
0: are oh, you bitch?
1: Yeah. It's like she's a complete bitch to Tina, like, and then she's a bitch to the sci-fi nerd guy, and you're just kind of going like, Ben Affleck, why are you with her? Mm, mm. Like, what are you doing, Affleck? Like, yeah. Dude, like, what do you possibly see in her? Like, <laughs> What? Have you got some sort of like degradation kink or something? Yeah. Like that? Is that what's going on here? Another I mean, I, funny. I know what are you going to go on to with your career? But still, yeah. Good. I mean, come on.
0: Speaking of, another funny observation I have got to make with him is that he he gets a hold of the the handgun that we don't see him use till much later in the film. So this guy's running around with his gun in his fucking wherever in his pants and just. Never pulls it out. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but if a masked psychopath is chasing me, I pull the fucker out and shoot him in the head. Oh, dude, yeah,
1: that would be your first thing. It's like, yeah. it would just be like, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna empty this thing into his face and see yeah. if that works. I mean, it's, exactly. Jason, it's Jason, so it's not you're just gonna piss him off, but I mean, Jesus Christ, it's
0: worth a fucking shot. And when he does finally shoot him, he only shoots him in the fucking chest. And it's like, dude, if you know anything about Jason, come on, man. Like, really? It's like headshot,
1: headshot,
0: please. Headshot. Like, come on. Like... like, let's think here. Jason is undead. He's back from the dead. He is
1: zombie sloth. Even if you didn't know he was zombie sloth, like, you would still instantly just like, I would, I would assume that you would go, I shot him in the chest. It didn't work. All right, let's go for the head.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Um, so you, you've rattled off Queen Bitch as probably the, the badass in this film, but would, would you say that the Doctor gives her a decent run for the money oh yeah the doctor's a fucking bastard i i really hate the
1: doctor and the mother in this movie and by hate i don't mean like eh, they ruined the movie it's just like they're such horrible characters you can't because the
0: mum pl- the mum plays this total i hate to say it but dumb mum like she's totally naive to what's happening and then
1: oh yeah dude she's like the worst parent since the parents she on street especially like when the parents like when parents on Elm
0: Street are horrible, oh, she would fit in she, with them. She would. Especially that scene where the, the doctor just gives his final prognosis and says, we're going to take her away. We're going to commit her. You know, basically, you've lost your daughter. We're going to fucking, you know, probe her and fucking, you know, pull her apart, and, you know, autopsy the shit out of her. Um, I don't know about you, but if I was a parent, I would have gone – Um, fuck you.
1: (laughs) If if you're any sort of parent, he's going to say that and you're going to go, like, fuck you up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You would just totally open a can of whoop-ass on that shit. And yeah, she just kind of looks at him like, oh, okay. Yeah, she's looking
1: at him like, I'm just like, is the hair weighing you down? Is it the hair I think so. I think the hair was weighing it down. Is it just, I don't know, is it like crushing your fucking mental faculties or something like that? Because you're just kind of sitting there. She's just like... Oh, oh no! Oh god! Oh, she's like, <laughs> she's doing the fucking I don't know Dynasty fucking acting, right? She's like, oh yeah. my god! Oh no! Not my audition. She's such yeah. a monster! Like, fuck! She made the fucking kitchen knife float. I don't know. <laughs> this doctor's like, oh yes. Yeah, it was right, kind of yeah.
0: like that rejected mum performance. Like, I I auditioned for Dynasty, but all I got was Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like oh, dude, I mean, the shrink is such a fucking he's a, prick. He's a prick. It's just like, it's just like, oh god, dude, I cannot wait for you to get fucking deep six. Like, yeah, he he's <laughs> definitely,
0: I I definitely got to say we give him the douche award. Oh yeah, he's douche douche of the film. Douche of the film. Yeah, like, I mean, the, of the, the, film. The,
1: the blonde chick is a complete the the bitchy blonde that's with the kids is mm-hmm. she's she's an asshole, but mm-hmm. like she's nothing compared to no. the therapist because the therapist is just like such a slimy fucking prick.
0: He really is, man. Like I, I'm, I'm sure he had darker intentions for Tina, but
1: oh, uh, yeah, there was, there was something going on there. There was there, definitely there something was, going on
0: Yeah, There was some, there was some fucking, there, there was, was fucking yeah, ill shit there. There was some ill shit, but, um, yeah. Look, the the movie, the movie obviously spirals in down this direction where, you know, obviously there's conveniently located house full of fucking hormonal teens are uh, going to get picked off by Jason. And then, although, you know, lo and behold, here's Tina ready to save the day and cut sick in a fucking, you know, menstrual twist of of rage and uh, the, the crazy
1: thing though is she doesn't really save the day at all it's like she, she no saves the, she saves the wish version of ben
0: affleck and that's about it but the hero the hero the final hero ends up being
1: her fucking dad, dad <laughs> yeah yeah well that's the
0: crazy what? thing. Like... talk about <laughs> the rabbit pull the ha- rabbit out of the hat moment
1: yeah well it's pull the rabbit out of the hat pull pull the pull pull the undead father out of your ass uh, yeah. like he just pops up out of the water it's just like you know i kind of expected him to like drag jason underwater and like give her the thumbs up like Van helsing did in the squad
0: that like... would have been cool
1: that would have been really cool <laughs> I, I was i was there for it i was i was like
0: that dude, would have been a nice dude. nod like you know nice little tribute nod Ooh, Yeah, I
1: was, I was there for it but yeah um, and I mean, you know, let's not forget Tina, like, completely fucking nukes the entire house.
0: Oh, <laughs> dude. dude, that, that, um, yeah, blowing up the house, fucking chess kiss moment. That was brilliant. Brilliantly done. I love I mean, it. That's the great thing about this movie is that
1: once it kicks off, it just goes fucking 100 miles an hour, it in, goes
0: thermonuclear. Like...
1: That's the thing, man. It's just like, once... It's this movie, it's like, there's no slow build. There's no, like, you know, oh, fucking Tommy's going to fucking stab him in the fucking barn or some shit like no, that. No. Like, there's no no part five crap here. It's just like, once Jason comes back and starts fucking killing
0: motherfuckers... This is real... This, it's just, like, pedal to the metal. <laughs> yeah, this is, like... This ain't David Goliath. This, is, this isn't East meets West. This is fucking... Yeah, rage against the machine, dude. This is fucking pissed off teen versus fucking mass maniacal fucking Jason and all his glory back from the grave. Um, Yeah, and my thing about the dad coming back to save the day, um, why doesn't dad look anywhere near as fucking cool as Jason? Yeah, no, dad's pretty well preserved for a guy that's
1: been uh, mouldering at the bottom of a lake for I don't know how long. Um, well, I mean. Well, I mean we're, we're thinking at least six, seven years. I mean. Yeah. I mean, let,
0: let's let's talk about basic science here. You leave your hand on, you know, when you sit in the bathtub as a kid for too long, your skin gets all wrinkly, right? Hmm. Um, He gets yeah. out of the water fucking looking perfect. Yeah. Dad's not exactly pruned up. Um, no. You know, like,
1: I mean, I mean Jason, Jason, Jason comes out of there looking like a fucking ball sack in a hockey
0: bar. <laughs> All you know? well, his clothes are completely tattered. The chain's wrapped around his fucking neck and,
1: yeah. and you know, dad, dad gets
0: out fine. of the water fucking still wearing the same clothes he got buried in. Well, I mean, that's the crazy thing. is that, I mean, Clean that's, too, that's by weird. the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But Good dry cleaners
0: of, down in Crystal Lake. Oh,
1: that, that water must do. They, they, I, I don't know, man. There's, There's got to be like fucking nappy sand or something in that, milk, in that water. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Dad just pops out. It's like everything's cottony soft. Um, <laughs> but like, the the crazy thing about this movie as well is that it just it does go so nuts because it's like, okay, we've got, you know, the traditional Friday the thirteenth stuff. So like Jason comes back, Jason's gonna kill a bunch of people. They're drinking, smoking and fucking and doing, you know, what Friday the thirteenth victims do. But we're gonna throw this telekinetic chick in there. Okay, cool. I'm with you, um, mm-hmm. and she's gonna like you know go toe to toe with Jason. Okay, yep, cool. I'm there with that. And then at the end, the the dead father's just gonna pop out of the water. Like, is, yeah, did she bring him back? Is it his ghost? Has he like come back to save her or something? I don't know. I don't care. I just know this movie's rad.
0: Yeah, I've got to say one other quick one other gripe I have is the fact that. Here we see the apparent weapon that's sitting on Jason the whole fucking time that is facing him, the fucking chain wrapped around his neck. Yeah. Like the whole time she could have just fucking gone total psychokinetic on her, turned that thing into a noose and just ripped his head clean off the fucking socket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if I had, you know, those kind of powers, that's exactly what I'd do.
1: Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like, you know, you kind of like thinking like, I mean, you know, we've read enough X-Men comics to know what telekinetic Hmm. people can do. You just sort of think we've seen Carrie. um, It's just like, Tina, honey, like, I don't really feel like you're getting the most out of this whole telekinesis thing, babe. Like, Well, I mean,
0: except for blowing up the house.
1: Like. You know, you're setting the dude on fire. Why are you just kind of taking him apart at the joints? Like, mm. I don't know. Jason's a bit, he's a bit soggy. I'm pretty sure he falls apart pretty easily. Like, you know, you give him a good, like, yank on the arm socket or something like that. he probably ripped the thing right off. Well, i right. how to live. Saying, the closest
0: yeah. we get is the fucking ripping of the mask open. That's it. Which is pretty rad. I mean, oh, you know, dude, it's, it's fucking cool. I mean, that's
1: the thing. It's kind of like you sort of like see that and you sort of like thinking, oh man, she's just gonna like fuck him right up. She's gonna, mm-hmm. like, you know, she's gonna like, I don't know, fucking jam a fucking spade into his chest and like rip him in half or some shit. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't go there. No. Nah. No. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe after this, she goes to like Xavier's school for gifted younger. You know, yeah, gets, gets a bit of training. I don't
0: know. She come back and you know, but i get, get yeah. old
1: Jason later.
0: <laughs> but I'm with you. By the end of this chat, I I'm with you in the conclusion that this is definitely one of the superior films in the series. Um, and just reading the notes real quick. Um, yeah, I'm all kinds of curious about watching the documentaries now because. Um, there's so much more to this story that meets the eye. Like, I mean, oh, there is bro, Paramount's destroyed all the footage. Yeah, dude. I swear to God,
1: man. One of these days, like, we're just gonna like, fucking catch up. We're gonna get a bunch of I beer know. and a bunch of pizza, and we're just yeah. gonna like, fucking smash through the box set that I've got. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Because this film, man, like, uh, we'll just YouTube
1: know, it and put it up, and just
0: you know, Here's yeah, us
1: getting progressively more drunk and fat, eating pizza, watching Friday
0: the Thirteenth for a whole week, Dad, doing our best sloth impersonations, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> baby <You. laughs> by, by the by the end of it's like Sunday seven p.m. I've gone blind.
0: <laughs> as long as we're not saying I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you maury <Murray. laughs> um where
1: did he find a paisley shirt <laughs>
0: but um yeah dude seriously the, the the film fucking rules and it's interesting because i didn't know that this was intended to be a you know pre freddie versus jason appearance um and, and, you know, the whole thing with Tina ended up being sort of the, the makeup for not doing yeah. that. So the accident turned into a bit of a triumph of sorts. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. And like, yeah, I mean, there's, there was a whole lot of shit behind the scenes. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I think this is one of the uh, Friday the 13th that had the most sort of behind the scenes trouble. Um, mm. And it kind of feels funny because it's like, you know, as, because, I mean, this is definitely a franchise that got way more popular and huge as it went on. Um,
0: I just don't understand why the censorship, uh, censorship board came down on it so hard because, I mean, th- this was at the peak of the fucking, you know, teen boys, you know, teen kids wanting the gore. Well, that's, that's the thing,
1: man. It's like you you kind of it, – it's really weird. I feel like – um. I kind of feel like it was targeted and a lot of other people that have been involved with this movie have said a similar thing, but mm. I feel like this was targeted just because it was Friday the 13th and because it was popular Yeah, uh, because you, and I feel like it was kind of like the fall guy for a lot of stuff. Cause you look at all the other shit that was out around this time. I mean, you're gonna go after Friday the Thirteenth, right? Like, which is look, gore, boobs, whatever aside, it's yeah. a fairly harmless franchise. Like, it is, but and then it's not exactly scary. Like, you know, you look at all the other stuff that was out around the same time. It's like you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, which like there was some horrific shit. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! That that whole scene in Nightmare Five, where like Freddie is feeding the chick's guts to herself, is oh, like man. Oh like my it, God! <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, the, the, yeah. There's many great moments which we will be covering in our oh, upcoming Nightmare on Elm Street series. Fuck, fuck
1: to the fucking yeah. Um, but then, it's also like, you know, stuff like uh, Hellraiser um, mm. that was out around the same time. I mean, you know, okay, look, Hellraiser is clearly aimed more at adults and stuff. But there was a lot more gory shit out around the same time as this movie that was getting similar ratings. Mm. And you kind of go like, I kind of feel like Friday the 13th just got picked on because it was Friday the 13th. And it had mm. gotten so incredibly popular. Um, I agree. You know, it was just like, oh, we're going to pick on that one because that's the Mm. popular one. You know, it's kind of like when fucking all the awful shit with school shootings is going on and everyone's like, it's Marilyn Manson's fault. It's like, really?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Didn't
1: even own a Manson album, they were listening yeah. to the KMFDM. No, no, no. F- fuck that. It's <laughs> Manson's fault. Manson and video games. Okay, <laughs> okay. Right. Sure, it's, it's not bullying or
0: shitty parents. It's Manson and video games. Okay. Right. I, I, just, I just, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's a travesty, and, and I don't know why. But I just had this weird thought just then. I just thought, is this Tom Savini's way of getting revenge on them continuing the franchise? <laughs> Be. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's like just dawn on me.
1: Like, surreptitiously, sort of sneaking around and, you know, subliminally whispering <laughs> to
0: people. Friday the 13th is the problem. Friday <laughs> the 13th. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there, dude. Like, the coincidence. I mean, we get the triumphant gore of number four, and then from there it just goes, censor, censor, censor. Mm. Just well,
1: saying, and I mean, I really it's it's crazy to me because it's like you know, I mean, for all the sex that wasn't in part six, mm. everyone's fucking in part seven.
0: Dude, that's <laughs> like, a horny I,
1: mess. I was half expecting <laughs> the shrink and the mum to go at it for a minute or two there. But like I was waiting for it, man. The the scene, the stage was set. Like, everyone in this movie is getting their fuck on. Like, people are fucking in the vans. The (laughs) chick that I had the crush on is fucking the stoner guy upstairs. And
0: The town dog would have gotten in on the action.
1: She's giggling and letting her boobs fall out and stuff like that. Like, the blonde chick's fucking trying to hit on Bargain Basement Ben Affleck. And when that doesn't work, she's banging the sci-fi nerd. And I'm just like, hang on. There is so much banging going on in this movie but you're worried about a bit of blood and guts like
0: right oh i'm oh, just thinking how did I'm we little, i'm a little confused here <laughs> i mean how did they get away with the party blower i mean what did they say it's a party blower it's okay I don't know. Maybe I
1: mean, that's the crazy thing is that like you go from uh, part six, which was fairly tame in terms of both violence and sex, yeah, and then you go to part seven, and it's like, oh, okay, we're 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 almost back to the the fucking horny shit of like part five, yeah, <laughs> but we're not getting any of the
0: gory stuff. That's but what, we, but what we do get between number six and seven is two fucking exceptional fucking pieces of film. Like the, the story is, oh yeah, you know, yeah, in terms of the franchise, it's fucking brilliant.
1: Well, I mean, I do really like that, you know, there's the, the I, as these movies went on, there's a little bit more coherence between, you know, it's not like, oh, Jason's back. I don't know. We buried him somewhere and he's just mm. back. <laughs> it's like, mm. no, 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 he's still at the bottom of the lake, you know, turning into a fucking giant prune where yeah. we left him last time. But, uh, yeah. It's it interesting.
0: Mean, it's interesting because Tina was intended to be like Tommy, uh, you know, I think that's why they call it the new blood. It was kind yeah. of like, you know, this is the beginning of something new, but it kind of ended with that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Again, you know, it would, it would be great to see a future, a future movie where we might see the real Tommy reappear and, Tina appear. <laughs> it would
1: be cool. I think it would be cool to get like you know to see like the survivors sort of come back. Like you know, I've always thought that with like both Nightmare and you know Friday the thirtieth. Like we discussed the other week, yeah. like yeah. you know how they were going to do that for Freddy versus Jason. But mm. um, yeah, it would be it would be really cool to see them come back. But uh, even Tina's uh, dad. <laughs> yeah, well he's he's still at the bottom of the lake. You know, he's still yeah. chilling down there. So yeah. Can probably, probably is... looking Daisy fresh Daisy
0: fresh <laughs> but um yeah like um it's no secret this is Jake's favorite in the series um as a beer and pizza movie where do you rate this
1: oh quite highly uh because this was this was one of those ones where um as a, as I've said before uh, my friends and I used to like every Easter like my family would go away so we'd just spend the Easter long weekend we'd like hire. 10 movies out each from, like, Video Easy or Blockbuster. Grab a couple of pizzas, some booze and stuff like that. We just kicked back mm. with horror movies all fucking weekend. Nice. Friday the 13th was uh, – Part 7 was a staple of that for me. Like, it was – I always rented it, like, for two or three years in a row. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely a great watch. It's a great yeah. group watch. It's a great watch with, like, you know,
0: mates, snacks, a couple yeah. of brews. Yeah, it's perfect. Fuck yeah. Um before we wrap up, I gotta say, man, I fucking love the poster art for this film too. It's fucking it, glorious. It's great, man. It, it's really cool. I've
1: actually got a uh, a smaller version of that poster art framed in my living room. Nice. Cause yeah, I, I got what do I what did I end up getting? I scored it uh Return of the Living Dead 3. With, <gasps> oh,
0: yeah. Right.
1: Dude, right, we gotta talk about Return of uh, the Living right? uh, Three. Yeah. Right? Like Dude. talk about fucking horror crushes. Oh
0: my god. Our list just grows.
1: Um <laughs> and, and Pumpkin Pumpkin Head's the third one. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. But, um
1: yeah, no man, no. This is the the poster art's great. And um yeah, next week Jason takes a slow boat ride to Manhattan.
0: <laughs> my laughter is just <laughs> I'm just trying to contain it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm um, not gonna say anything part eight
1: part eight's, part just, eight's interesting it's, just tune in tune yeah, in for part eight yeah, please yeah, that's yeah. all we gotta say tune in for jason takes a slow boat ride to manhattan
0: <laughs> oh fuck i can't wait for that episode it's just gonna be great it's gonna be a lot of laughs well and i
1: also i mean next week i feel like um, you know, I, I'm going to mention uh, the new Scream trailer because it looks like everything I ever I... wanted Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight to be. I think but it's with... a fitting episode to talk about that trailer with, with sure. Ghostface instead of Jason. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure, man,
1: for sure. Because you know, Jason's boat's fucking—I <laughs> don't know—the engine's
0: gone on it or something. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, I I think you know boys and girls if we haven't given you enough reason to um check out number 7 um or or continue with us on this journey down crystal lake um Not yeah, towards think, new york towards new york <laughs> but um yeah this is definitely one of the good ones and um yeah fucking thanks so much to everyone that's checking out these episodes um, especially our mates in Kazakhstan. You guys fucking rule!
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's great. It's it's good. We I hope that we are uh, suitably
0: amusing. Well, look, we're not a monetized podcast yet, but come on, guys. We, Jake needs fuel for the Learjet. The shit. Yeah. Gonna well, on I the mean, zone. you know,
1: uh, look, look. <laughs> I think if we got enough listeners, I mean, look, I'm I'm just saying, like I'm. You know, any, any money that we do no, donate, uh, get from this, fuck, what am I even saying? Any <laughs> money we do make from this podcast, um, first of all, I'm going to use it to get my fucking Fear Factory albums in order. Secondly, what I'm going <laughs> to do is I am going to make a pledge that I will donate any and every cent that I get from doing this podcast to gathering up all the polyester shirts in the world and burning them. If people it's gonna, happen to be wearing them at the time, that's their problem.
0: It's going to be a bonfire as glorious as Tina's fucking explosion of the house in yeah. number seven.
1: It's it's like and
0: i you know I mean Morrissey's
1: new album is called Bonfire of the Teenagers. Um, you know I'm I'm planning my own called Bonfire of the Morrissey Fans. Yeah,
0: Bonfire of the Morrisites. <laughs>
1: it's going to be glorious. Bring your own gas mask because I'm pretty sure it's going to stink. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that on on Thursday.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's a fact. He's here. He's here tomorrow. So fucking strap in for that. (laughs) (laughs) The fun doesn't end here. Try the feel. (laughs) But um, yeah, thanks everyone. That's tuning in and listening no, we to do, the, we do the really podcast. It. Yeah, it's it's awesome, and um, you know, keep telling your mates about us, man, because we love talking about this shit, and mm. it's fucking, it's just fun. I mean, we don't, you know, as you can probably tell, we don't sit there with fucking Google open, looking at all the facts and figures, and talk about this, that, and the other. We, you know, we talk about all the stuff. From a sentimental perspective. Well, uh, I mean, exactly. I mean, fuck, you've heard us talk. You know
1: that we can't multitask.
0: No. We, 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 uh, we try, we start on one subject that multiplies into mini subjects within subjects within subjects that then tries to get back on track that then veers off onto another track. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. It's worse than trying to follow the fucking matrix. It's a,
0: con- <laughs> it's a convoluted, beautiful mess, is what it is, but it works. And we fucking love it. Exactly. yeah. But um, yeah, man, stick around. Uh, rad tomorrow morning. It's going to be fucking rad. I don't know what we're talking about, but it's going to be rad. It is. I have no idea what we're talking about yet either. We've thrown around some ideas. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I, do rem- I do remember one idea you brought up. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a soaring high rocket rocket ride experience. Oh, God. Now I can't remember which one. Buckethead. I'm giving you hints here, dude. No, I'm drawing a complete fucking blank. The hero in the film wears like a bucket on his head that can fly in the sky. Oh,
1: yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that guy. That guy. guy. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about the big Lebowski for some fucking reason. I'm like, he doesn't wear a bucket on his head. Does he? (sighs) yeah
0: well we've got a couple of ideas we're tossing out between I'm, I don't know maybe we should put it out there to the fucking audience you know Big Lebowski fucking The Rocketeer I don't know uh, they're, we'll they're not, really,
1: not going to hear it in time it's yeah. all down to us
0: either, either way have faith your, your trusty podcast heroes will have this covered we will come up with some shit yeah and it As will be always. glorious shit <laughs> but the shit will stink way better than a Morrissey concert
1: which ain't saying much, but, you know, the sentiment's there. Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> but, um, Tina, we salute you. Uh, we do. Kane Hodder, we salute you Kane, as well. Kane, you fucking rule. Happy birthday, Burton C. Bell. You yeah. are fucking God in our books. Um, Yeah, man. And fucking, yeah, here's to fucking number eight next week. Let's yep. Let's go to New York.
1: Yeah, very slowly.
0: <laughs> very slowly. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't wait. <laughs> it's so wrong yet so right. Anyway. We shall like,
1: see you next week or tomorrow, whichever comes first. Yeah,
0: we'll, yeah, one of the two. <laughs> um, like and subscribe, please, and thank you. And, um, yeah, everything they said. Like, you subscribe, tell your friends. Do Do that thing. And uh, as always, stay freaky.
1: And uh, yeah, we will see you next week. Yes, we will. On the waters of uh, New Jersey to (laughs) Manhattan.
0: Start spreading the news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I
1: bet we could canoe there faster. Probably. (laughs) All right. um,
0: Yeah, laters. Laters.